And this is one of the biggest kind of holes that podcast hosts can go into is where they're just asking scripted questions one after the next, and they're not really listening to the guest. They're not building off of anything that the guest is saying. And this is probably the biggest skill you can learn in terms of podcast hosting. You're listening to a guide to B2B podcasting. This is an educational podcast series focused on teaching you the best practices in B2B podcasting. If you're an enterprise or B2B company looking to maximize podcasting for your business, then you are in the right place. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to conduct a great podcast interview. This is one of the questions that our clients often have with how do I be a good interviewer? How do I you know, show up and sound professional? In this episode, we're going to give you a handful of very simple, actionable tips that will make you a better podcast interviewer. The first thing you want to do is make sure that you have a strong opening and closing question to your interview. If you start strong and you end strong, it's going to leave a good appeal that hooks people at the beginning and leaves a good taste in their mouth at the end of the interview. And so you don't want to just go into it kind of rambling and you don't want to not know where you're going to close things off. And so coming up with a really good opening and closing question that you typically keep consistent from podcast interview to podcast interview is a great way to be good at interviewing quickly. Some of the standard opening questions that I will often use is, you know, can you just give me a quick 60 second overview of who you are and what your company does? Very simple, very straightforward, but this is a common quick opener. I like to ask for the 60-second overview so that people don't ramble for too long. You can also do something really interesting. Uh, we've got one of our clients who his opening question is, you know, what actionable advice are you going to give the long-term care community today in your interview? And so he's kind of hooking people in and having them open it up with this really strong question. That's basically the guest making a promise on the actionable expertise that they are going to share with the audience. So just as really, as long as you have a strong opening question, whatever that could be, that help goes a long way. In fact, on one of my own personal podcasts called Working Without Pants, my first question is, are you wearing pants right now? And it always gets a great reaction. People love it and it hooks people in. So you can also have fun with that opening question as well. Next, we need to talk about the closing question. So for a closing question, there's really, well, there's two closing things that'll typically come in place. The final closing question should actually almost always be, you know, where can people go to find out more about you and your company online? You want to give them a chance to promote yourself. So that's almost always the really the last closing question. But before that, you still want one really more strong closing question. Uh, some various ones that I like to use is, you know, if you could go back five or 10 years, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, that's a great one that I always love going with. Sometimes people love to do rapid fire things uh, at the end. I, I'm not a big fan of this in B2B, but some people, you know, uh, ask for, you know, what, what is a book that's changed your life? Um, try to get like really quick ones, you know, um, who is like a mentor or something like that, or what, you know, blogs should people be reading in the industry? So you can also kind of go with some quick rapid fire, easy answer questions at the end as well. Some of the top ones that I always go with is asking people what their favorite book has been, as well as, you know, what advice they would give their younger self. Those always seem to give really great answers. I love the advice for the younger self one. It almost always gives this epiphany, aha moment kind of ending to the interview. So those are really good, strong opening and closing questions. 
And then again, the last thing you want to do is after you do whatever your closing question is, you do want to give that guest a chance to promote themselves by asking, uh, you know, where can people go to find out more about you and your business online? You just want to give them that chance. They just gave you the time to do this interview. And you want to just make sure that they have at least some chance to promote what it is they're doing, kind of do a rough offer if there's a promotion or special deal for your audience or something. Very common practice and courtesy in the podcasting space. So that is something you can do that is really you do it once when you're kind of strategizing your podcast and you can use that time in and time out and just have that as a go-to framework for your interview. The next thing you want to do is looking at the individual guest and trying to figure out situations for them. So typically what I like to do is research the guest for a few minutes prior to the call and try to brainstorm some specific questions that I'm curious about. I'll typically pull up their LinkedIn, their website, and I'll try to just jot down a few questions that I might be particularly interested about. And again, this can vary based on the topic of your show. You know, we've got a client in the uh, talent acquisition space, so who maybe look at someone's career path and trajectory. Uh, we've got another client who has a subscription business model um, podcast. And so he'll look at people and look at the interesting, challenging dynamics of their business. Maybe uh, they've got something where there's physical shipment back and forth in their subscriptions, or they've got a high volume of low dollar customers, or they're doing warranty programs or any number of things. But you kind of look at what are the interesting things about this particular guest in this business? And if you just take some time to look at them, you're going to find out you're, you're going to naturally your curiosity is going to come up with some questions that you would like to know or just ask this person if you got a chance to sit down with them. So that is one tip for you is, again, research the guests a few minutes before in advance and just try to brainstorm some questions. So advice number one, get that strong opening and close. Advice piece number two, research the guest for a few minutes prior to the call and brainstorm some questions. Third, you're going to want a handful of go-to questions or interview kind of milestones that you can refer back to. So again, when you look at your strong opening and closing, you might try to come up with a handful of other questions that you could ask every single guest. I like to ask people, you know, what do you believe is the future of this industry? Or, uh, you know, what was one of the biggest challenges you faced in your journey and how did you overcome it? The goal is to try to think through what are a handful of questions that you could always safely go to if things kind of start to dead end in the interview. Uh, not every guest is an amazing speaker. And so if you've got someone where they're kind of just going down a road and it's just not a great path, you can kind of pull these questions out to re-steer the interview and try to guide that towards something interesting. So typically trying to brainstorm three or four just kind of go-to questions that you can always refer back to. That is another really handy piece to kind of help you go into these and be a bit more confident. So again, our advice so far, decide on a strong opening and closing question, research the guests for a few minutes in advance and brainstorm questions. And then finally, have a handful of go-to questions or interview milestones you can kind of refer back to at any point as a safeguard if the interview goes off the rails. Now, the next piece of advice I'm going to share is really something from um, my journalistic background. I was uh, in newspaper in high school and learned the beauty of two simple things called active listening and follow-up questions. The idea of active listening is that it's it's kind of challenging, to be honest, but it's, it's an amazing skill to learn for just all aspects of things. So many times when people ask a question to someone and the other person starts speaking, they're, they're not actually listening. They're really just sitting there thinking about what they're going to say next. And this is one of the biggest kind of holes that podcast hosts can go into is where they're just asking scripted questions one after the next, and they're not really listening to the guest. They're not building off of anything that the guest is saying. And this is probably the biggest skill you can learn in terms of podcast hosting is 
this art of actually listening to the guest and asking follow-up questions. So active listening, what this is all about is that you're going to ask the guest a, a question. You may ask them, uh, you know, can you tell me about a challenge you had and how you overcame it? What you could do is sit there and just let the guest start talking. And then you're immediately looking at your notes going, okay, what's the next question I'm going to ask? But you're not actually listening to the guest. And that's not going to lead to a great interview if you just go question by question. So what you want to do is you want to sit there and actually just stop and pay attention to the guest. And it may help to have a notepad or something open. Um, I like to just kind of type a quick word or two whenever I hear something. But if the guest starts telling me about something and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this, this period of time hiring was just really hard and we were behind the ball and uh, we had a few hires that didn't work out. And, and then we eventually got our hiring processes in place. They tell me that and they go through this and, and I'll start to, and I'll, I'll kind of maybe jot down about, Ooh, hiring that didn't work out. Like what went wrong? You know, and I might just feel like hiring what went wrong. I might write that down on a notepad, but I just keep listening. And then they, maybe they say, okay, then we ended up building this really great recruitment process. We hired a head of HR. He does all this stuff. And he starts going and they said, and they're like, oh, hiring a head of HR. That could be interesting. Another thing there. Okay. Hire a head of HR. And so I just jot those down, but I'm just listening to the guest. I'm just trying to listen and focus on the guest. Eventually they kind of come to the end of their thing there. And what you can do is there's two things you can kind of do here. One is you can really, first of all, it helps to reiterate what you just heard from the guest. This makes you sound really smart as a host, even if like you're interviewing like the smartest person in the world. You can just be like, oh, I love that part that you said about, you know, uh, whenever you hit the hiring issues and it really came down to you realize you needed a head of HR. Like that's just such a, a, a big milestone to hit within a company. And it, it must have been hard to go through that. And you just rephrase back what you just heard. But that's going to make you sound like a really like intelligent host who is listening and everything like that. And then you'll follow that up with a question. And then I'll come back and be like, OK, so but what I'm one of the questions I have is, you know, what wasn't working? with some of those hires that you had in the process? Like what were some of the mistakes you made in hiring early on? And so I'll, I'll go back to those notes that I had and I'll ask those questions and he'll go through that and I'll listen again. And maybe I'll find another kind of point I can jump off of, another point I can reiterate. Maybe not, maybe he goes through that and it's good. And then I can come back and be like, okay, I got the other point. Okay, so now I wanna go back to that hiring a head of HR and let's, let's talk about that because that seems like a really unique challenge. And you can then kind of go into that. And so active listening is about every single time you ask a question, you're kind of just trying to listen for little bites, little kind of nuggets of wisdom and information. And then you basically want to kind of reiterate that back to the guest and then ask a follow-up question, ask them to dive deeper on some specific thing that they just said. And so this is probably the biggest skill of podcast interviewing that'll let you become really great um, but I promise if you just try it a few times, you get up a note and you just write active listening, follow up questions at the top and you try this out. You try to take some notes um, during the interview and then kind of follow up on those. It'll go a long way and, it, and it's better than winging it. I promise uh, it's, it's actually much better than the person getting to the end of a really great thing. And then you just go to the next scripted question or you just kind of fumble over your words. If you're actively listening each time, it goes a super long way. That's my fourth piece of big advice here. That's a big one. Super important. So again, first one, decide on strong opening and closing questions. Second, research the guest for a few minutes prior in advance, brainstorm some questions. Third, make sure you've got those handful of go-to questions or interview milestones you can kind of refer back to. And fourth, practice active listening and follow-up questions. And the fifth and final one, this is easy. Go where your curiosity takes you. 
And this is what I always say is, if you ask questions that you are genuinely curious about with this guest, then that's gonna make for a great interview and content. What I see a lot of people do is they try to just kind of have the guest go through some spiel or some standard talking points where they just, just kind of, they try to almost like pull out something that they already know, but they're just trying to have the guest kind of share it. And like that doesn't ever really come across as great content to me. What comes across as great content is whenever I go into an interview and I'm like, okay, this person's really interesting. Like, are this about this person I'm interested in? Like, how are they doing that? Like, how did they get this going in their business? How do they achieve this? Uh, what are their like daily practices? Like something just unique, like figure out what you're curious about with this individual you're interviewing and frame your questions around that. And if you go where your curiosity takes you, you, you actively listen and you ask follow-up questions that follow your curiosity, it can lead to some amazing content. I've had some questions where I had my brainstorm list of questions and then just with active listening and curiosity, my interview just went totally down a path I didn't expect. I remember one time I interviewed this guy who was running a really successful content agency, and I was just really excited to learn how he had built and succeeded at this major content agency. And then at some point in the interview, he said, he tells me that they basically donate 50% of all of their profits to charity. And I was just like, whoa, what? And this then this whole thing just goes down this entire tangent of being like a socially responsible business and um, like charitable giving and like his mo motivations behind doing this, how he like logistically actually does that, how he chooses to give the money. It was just a total left turn and it was amazing and fascinating and interesting and so much more interesting than just learning how this guy grew a content agency. And so you can go where your curiosity takes you, which is one of the best pieces of advice I can give you. I think if you can do that, you're going to go a really long way. So that's how you conduct a great podcast interview. Again, to summarize, decide on a strong opening and closing question, research the guest for a few minutes in advance, brainstorm questions, have a handful of go-to questions or interview milestones you can always refer safely back to, utilize active listening and follow-up questions, practice this, utilize it each episode. It's going to help you become a better host. And then finally, go where your curiosity takes you. So hope you guys found this valuable. That is all we've got for today's episode. And until next time, I hope you get a ton of value out of this show. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please be sure to leave a five-star review. You can see all the resources mentioned in today's episode at b2bpodcastingguide.com. That is B, the number two, B, podcastingguide.com. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com.